Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. I don't know about you, but when it was time for me to determine my vocation, and when I'm talking vocation, I mean the real spiritual vocation, not a professional vocation, what you're going to do to bring home the bacon. But should I be single? Should I be married? Should I be religious? I really never thought that I had a choice. (laughs) I never gave any thought to being married. As a matter of fact, my first marriage, I'm sorry to say, I'm ashamed to say, but I got married to settle. I settled. I was always battling my weight. And this man, I knew, would never leave me because of my weight. This is how insecure I was about me that I actually decided to marry someone who I know deep in my heart and soul I wasn't fully in love with, but that I knew was a good guy. He was my best friend. What could, what could be bad about this? And I went into the marriage with the idea of getting divorced. As a matter of fact, I lived in that marriage, keeping my options open. So I cheated on my first husband a lot. And yes, I did eventually get divorced. But what a horrible thing to put him through. I still to this day feel horrible about up and leaving him and being so stinking selfish. At the time, it really didn't even occur to me how much I was busting up his life. It was just all about me. And at least I let him go. At least I asked for a divorce. Later on, he applied for, what is it called in the Catholic Church? The annulment. And I remember when I got the papers, I was pretty ticked off because it was really calling me out as the cheater, as the person who went into this marriage without wanting to bring children into the marriage. Because in the beginning, I didn't. As a matter of fact, we tried. Thank you, God, for not allowing that to happen. 
I can't imagine splitting up a family with a couple of kids. But then I just figured I would probably not get married, but be with someone for a while because I don't want to be tied down, so to speak. And that took a total different turn. If you read my book, you know I got married three more times. And if you haven't read my book and you don't know the marriage story, you're just going to have to wait or get the book. It's like pennies on Amazon. And I, I, I audible it. I audible it. I have narrated narrated it. it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I narrated it. Oh, easy for me to say, right? It's it's free for most of you who have Audible. You could just download it. Okay, anyway. So I want to just ask you, how are you doing with the vocation that you're living right now? You might be single. You might not be out there dating. Something might be taking preference in your life. You might be married, not even considering divorce. Or maybe you're married and it's not exactly what you signed up for. And whatever happened to your spouse is really challenging. Or maybe they are wanting to depart and divorce. Or maybe you are a widow and you're not looking to get married again, but you're going to live your life again as a single person. Or you're a religious a person who has married the church and God? And how do you do your best in that vocation for people that you're praying for, for your flock if you're a pastor? I think today is a good day as we approach the weekend to look at how well we are doing in our vocation (laughs) How much are you going out of your way, if you're married, to love your spouse, to make his or her life easier by doing things that make them happy? That includes intimacy, intimacy, not just in the marital act itself, but in intimate conversation, intimate touch. Intimate words like, I love you so much. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you, God, for giving me this man or woman in my life. Because life can be repetitious. It can be mundane. And if you're allowing your love for your spouse to be that way too, then your relationship is probably more like roommates. And God wants more for you and that spouse should be the best of friends, should be having a ball together, laughing and connecting and reuniting in ways that honestly, only physical connection and making that concerted effort will close that gap. Now, if you're single, it's quite the opposite. You are challenged not to go out and find someone and give yourself to them outside of holy matrimony. 
And I know some of you might even be contemplating religious life. This is why prayer and solitude is so important. And there are people out there, and I think my brother may be one of them, who just are not cut out for marriage. I mean, unfortunately, not to kind of talk about my brother's life, but I don't think he's a monogamous kind of guy. He's not living his life like a single person should. So unfortunately, he's living it the way that the world tells single people to live, and that's a hookup culture. And hey, along the ride, if you find someone that you think might be right, give it a shot. And he's given it a shot, and he's had his heart broken. I think he falls, quote-unquote, in love or in lust too soon. And I don't know if he's ever thought to himself, I guess I'm just supposed to be single. And that's okay. That's how it works. God has these plans. It said it in the readings. Some people will be married. Some people are not cut out to be married or other people have made them not want to marry. Like, I could see that I may have done that to my first husband, but he got remarried and has two kids. I'm so happy for him. But he may have said, I'm not ever getting married because of how hurt I was. That could have happened. And again, if you're religious, I also think that if you're a religious person, you need to be bringing in that spirituality and God into your family, whether your kids are home or not got to be bringing God into that relationship with your husband and wife. Obviously, I'm speaking from my, my viewpoint. There's no better way than to say, thank you, God, for giving me this person in my life that I can spend the rest of my life with and love until the day that you decide to take either one of us off this earth. I would also highly recommend everyone go out and look up usccb.org or just something happened with the, with the site. They've been changing it. So just put in the search engine of whatever engine you use. I use Brave now. Um, and just type in USCCB examination of conscience. And it should come up with a link. And there will be different types of links for different vocations that we have, for religious, for married, for single, with kids. And read those examinations of consciences before you go to your next confession. Before you reconcile yourself with God, make sure that you put yourself into your vocation and analyze how you've been doing. I'm pretty sure we could all be doing more with and for our spouse and doing it with love. That's the difference. You may not want to feel, maybe you had a big dinner and nothing worse than a big dinner and my husband coming over and giving me the eye, you know, (laughs) like, I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? I just had a, a burger and my stomach is really full. The last thing I want to do is that, you know, but he's notorious with that. And so there could be a moment for me to be like, you know what? 
It's okay. It's my husband. He loves me exactly the way I am, whether my stomach's pushed out or not. And what, what harm will it bring? It will never be harmful to be intimate with your spouse. There's never a time that we get together and I think, boy, that was really bad. We shouldn't have done that. As a matter of fact, we say we need to do that more because we're closer. We're so much closer to each other when we are becoming one flesh, just like again in the readings. Actually, it was in the alternate reading for the optional saint memorial. So it wasn't in the first reading, but anyway, it just really got me to thinking and I know myself, I can get in a rut too. So today I'm going to make it all about my husband and I'm going to do whatever makes him happy and dote on him, I guess, wait on him kind of hand and foot and tell him how much I love him. And I hope that all of you do that too, with all of the people in your life, even if you're single, tell your parents and your you know brothers and sisters that you really love them and you thank them for all their support. If you are religious, thank your religious brothers and sisters and think about how you can love in your community more and pray more for those sinners out there who are running around so clueless and singles is married people as well. I think I talked about singles. If we just focused on what God has us doing in our lives right now, not for when we may make that decision. I've got a lot of younger folks that listen to this. So live your life as best you can in the vocation you are in now. You may be called to marry. You may be called to be a religious. But you're not right now. You're single. So live it the best way you can. Protect your body. Protect your mind, body, soul, and spirit. Do not allow yourself to be seduced. Do not allow yourself to get so drunk that you can't make a right decision. Do not put yourself in those situations. And you will find that the very next day that you wake up, you will not have guilt because you will not have done something that you shouldn't have done because you weren't in your right rational mind. I speak from experience. And if I could save one person, man or woman, from that walk of shame feeling that I was totally used feeling, then it's worth it. It really is. Okay. I love you all. Really live out your vocation in a whole new way. And pay attention to how your spouse or your friends or your flock or your community respond to you. Everyone will respond. Trust me. Okay. Find something more with God. Have a blessed and inspired day.